Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today, for our very special 50th episode, we have the finale to our Scream countdown. So far. There'll be more. There'll be <laughs> Yeah, there'll be more. There'll be another finale. Yeah. But as of right now, 2023, we have Scream 6 for you guys. Six Cream is here. Screams. People. And smashing at the box office. Yeah, it's so crushing the, What a perfect it. 50th episode. Yeah, we timed this very well. <laughs> we're, we're getting so much better every episode. We are on point now. So obviously this is going to contain heavy spoilers for the film. Yes, make sure, I mean, you know, you've probably already seen the movie, but judging by the box office, but if you haven't, obviously watch it. Go check it out. Go check it out. It's a good time. Yes, heavy, heavy spoilers. Mm -hmm. Just get that out of the way now in case anyone was not expecting spoilers. But if you're here for our 50th, hopefully you've been with us for some other ones and you kind of know how this goes. Raw dog it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, spoiled. You know what? Number 50, that's right where I want to (laughs) start. That's where they really found their stride. (laughs) But were you happy with the film? I see. Okay, I, oh I don't. No, I don't have any. <laughs> I don't have any issues with it right now. I just feel like I am in such a. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. It it's it's just so much more. It's it's so much. It's new. So I just have. Like, I'm. Do you have a recency bias? Yes, that? that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Recency bias. I, I don't get me. I love the film. It was great. Uh, it was a tad predictable. Mm-hmm. For for me, there there still was surprised, you know, at at some points. But I mean, this is probably the first screen that I could actually pick out some of the killers. Right. Yeah. I mean, like for me, like it's hard for me to say because I, you know, if I as I stated before, like I was spoiled. But like, the killer reveal isn't like the end all be all for me. Mm-hmm. It's like the ride. Oh and yeah. To me, this was an amazing, fun ride. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. Yeah, it was it was absolutely fantastic. Now you've seen this how many times so far in theaters? I've seen it twice. Twice so far. Yeah. I just saw uh, the first night that we went, mm-hmm. and uh, I imagine I'll see it again at some point. I'd like to see it again before it completely goes out of theaters. Support this amazing movie, Matt. Support Jenna. <laughs> yeah, she needs her. <laughs> she needs our money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was I was very happy. I like it better than five. Mm-hmm. Do we want to do? I mean, I know it's hard for you because you only seen it the once, but mm-hmm. ranking, ranking. Oh, so I de- I thought. Sh- ab- I mean, I thought about this for sure. Did uh, you like it more than Five Cream? Yes, I would say yes for sure. More than Five Cream. So I feel like every time I do my ranking, it's different, but it always starts out with Scream Two as number one. So I re- I think it's gonna st- Scream Two is still gonna stay my number one, and then. Again, I think this is more of the recency bias. I feel like Scream 6 has got to be my number two over Scream 1 right now. Whoa. Just because it's, you know, even it's fresh. Even with the predictability? Yeah, yeah even with, because just some of the action scenes and the, the kills. This movie has amazing set pieces. Yeah. And, like, I could see why, as you're a Scream 2 fan, mm-hmm. this movie gave me massive Scream 2 vibes. Mm-hmm. And they even said that, you know, the directors in interviews that they wanted to, like, kind of match those amazing set pieces that make Scream 2 so memorable. Mm-hmm. And I think they did that in spades. Like, some of these scenes are just very intense oh. and very well done. Oh, hands down. And there's just... They play it on the nostalgia factor very well. You know, we, we were interested in the trailer and we see more of it. Just this whole, uh, like, shrine to 
to stab and ghost face and just all the little I mean that's like pieces that are in there. Like if an Easter egg could just like vomit on yeah. the like it's just boom. Yeah. Here's every fucking Easter egg you could ever want. I mean I, I noticed some things here and there, but I'm sure you were able to dissect every like, little I guess thing the here Tatum, and there. The garage doors in there but I, I still I didn't spot it in either viewing. So really? I guess that's something in rewatches you can pause yeah. and see, you know. Because yeah, they pan around so fast at times, you know. Right. They go they they will go over some, you know, key elements slowly. But yeah, they mainly went over like the ones that like really mattered to the characters yeah. who are looking at them, which was mm-hmm. great. But yeah. like it'll be very fun to pick them out, mm-hmm. you know, on rewatches. Yeah, but. for sure. So so that you, so this is your second favorite. I at think the moment. I think at the moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, it, I think once, you know, we spend more time with the film and it's out longer and maybe the hype is died down a little bit. That might that very well could change. But as right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I will say like five after I saw five. I did. It was my third favorite after one or one and two, which Mm -hmm. is what I expected. Because you know, I've said this. I don't see a scream sequel ever, you know, being better for me than one and two. Those are just like yeah, almost perfect movies. Mm -hmm. Um, but right now this is my third favorite after Mm -hmm. one and two. Damn. But I don't see this changing like Scream Five for me. Yeah. Just because, I just think they did everything a bit better here. Mm -hmm. So. But who knows? Next week, I could Scream Three could be better than this movie. But you never know. I, I highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> it all depends what you're drinking that night. <laughs> but I just love that the reception of this movie, good reviews, mm-hmm. good viewer reviews. It's best opening weekend of the series mm-hmm. at the box office. So like, just they were on this kind of like Scream Renaissance. It's mm-hmm. just very good feeling for Scream fans. Now I have a a big question for you. I don't know if you want to get into this now. How did you feel this movie dealt with Nev Campbell not being present? Um, I didn't miss her. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. And like Sydney's my girl. She's mm-hmm. my favorite. Well, for slasher is my favorite final mm-hmm. girl. But I just don't even know how she would have fit into this movie. Mm-hmm. That would have made sense. Um, unless the rumors are true. You know, there are rumors that maybe it was like two scenes. One was a phone call with Gail, which would make sense because mm-hmm. she kind of she talks about that. Yeah. And then maybe like um something at the very end before the credits, like a scene leading into Scream 7. Mm-hmm. So other than that, like I don't see how she would be in New York. Or yeah. Get to New York in time because this is like maybe a couple days. And when I say I don't miss her, that's not shade at all. Like I'm still pissed off at what went down because mm-hmm. I think Nev deserves you know what she wanted mm-hmm. but it really did give us more time with these characters mm-hmm. which i'm grateful for because like i've i was kind of like mixed on some of them in five i love them in five mm-hmm. but i just feel like felt like they were trying to juggle the legacy characters the new characters and some of the people like you know mindy and especially chad they didn't really get time yeah to shine but here it was more focused on them. So I, like, I love them. Yeah. Four. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, something kind of interesting. I don't even know if you remember saying it. Uh, you know, we've, we talked before and theories out there about what happens. Maybe, maybe Sydney dies. Maybe she is here. Maybe she's not, whatever. Never, uh, never. But you, you said uh, they would never do that. She deserves her happy ending. And, 
that's funny because that's exactly what they said in this film. Right. <laughs> she deserves. No, she she, you know, so they bring her up at, at eventually and they say, you know, oh, she's she's uh, went somewhere safe. She deserves her happy ending. She's probably just like that. I don't remember word for word, but it was very similar. No, that's yeah. I think that's pretty much what Gail says yeah. to Sam and Tara. And, mm-hmm. you know, and part of me thinks that, too, like. Because I do love the character. Mm-hmm. Do I want her to be traumatized anymore? Right. And if she d- honestly, after watching this movie and how well they did with the new cast, mm-hmm. like I would be OK with her not coming back. Yeah. You know, if there is a way they can organically fit her into it. Don't get me wrong. I love her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go ahead. But, you know, I do worry that it might ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, it, you know, the don't bring her back just to bring her back, basically. Yeah, bring her back for for good plot, right? The the previous scream films, scream films, uh, uh, maybe five cream excluded. You know, Sydney was always sort of the Ghostface had this real backstory tied to Sydney, and obviously Scream Five wasn't necessarily all about her, but she had a little bit more of a tie. But it seemed like this film did a really good job at fully passing that torch on. You know, you had it start like, started to get passed on uh, Scream Five, and now Scream Six. It's like, boom. It's like yeah. Sam, like if you had told me that, like, I would be okay with no Sydney and Scream Seven, mm-hmm. and want to see Sam more Sam. I'd yeah. be like, no. But like, <laughs> they completely crushed it for me with this movie, and I'm just like wondering, has a series ever successfully, you know, went from one set of characters that we loved? to a new set of characters, yeah. you know, it's just, they did a great job mm-hmm. bring on Scream 7, which I guess it's been greenlit. Um, okay. Allegedly filming by the end of the year. So, wow, <laughs> that's cool. So now when we, when do you think we're going to see it? 2025? See, this, this was about a year after Scream 5. So, so maybe potentially even late 2024. So like early 2025. Early 2025. Okay. I see that. Okay. Like, you know, they, they were able to pull it off here. You know, there's yeah. part of me that says like maybe they should slow it down a little, like because I do worry about quality control. Yeah. But at the same time, like I mean, there was a year between Scream One and Scream Two, and Scream Two was a fucking banger, mm-hmm. and this was a banger. So that maybe there's something with keeping that energy, keeping mm-hmm. that momentum. Yeah. Up. That high. That yeah. R- yeah riding they're, that high. They're riding on a high. So, yeah. Like, you know. Kudos. Good job, Radio Silence. <laughs> Crushed <laughs> it. <laughs> Crushed it. Come on our podcast. Um, <laughs> We'd love to have you. Hopefully that, because I know they're going to do allegedly a requel to Escape from L. Oh, no, not Escape from L.A. That's the, re- the sequel. Escape from New York, okay. starring Kurt Russell, which was like a classic kind of action movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully maybe they'll do Scream 7 first. <laughs> but yeah, you just want to get into this opening scene. Yeah, this, let's, uh, yeah, let's, but, you know, you, very predictable <laughs> opening scene. What I liked right off the bat is seeing it in theaters. We were introduced to this nice welcome by Courtney Cox. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, they had yeah. a little thing like, thank you for um, actually going to the movie theaters, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you for spending your money. Yeah. Uh, thank you for supporting us. You're very welcome. <laughs> Anything for you, Court. <laughs> but yeah, then we get into our first scene with Margot Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> the better Margot Robbie. Okay. I would go straight for Samara Weaving. Look at you. She, wow, look at she you go. looks like she always looks hot. She yeah. looks flawless in this movie. She's got she looks classy AF. She looks so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, going into this, I thought she was going to be playing like this like 
maybe bitchy character yeah. for some reason. But like she's like this like dork, mm-hmm. this awkward dork who's like going on this first date and like I just love Samara. Like she made me care about this character in probably mm-hmm. like four minutes of screen time. <laughs> um just like the way she's you know, like at one point like she's a uh, basically like a professor doing slasher movies which mm-hmm. is perfect and like she's talking to this guy about the rules and she's like you know don't split up don't have sex mm-hmm. and then she's like oh fuck i can't believe i just said that yeah <laughs> um, like she's just so great it does make me sad though that you know she couldn't have had a bigger part mm-hmm. in the screen movies but like you know it's still great to have her in any capacity because it's the better Margot Robbie. Um, <laughs> I gotta be honest, I loved her dress. I loved how everything's Not dark. A lot of people can pull off bright ass yellow, yeah, but it, she absolutely she's can. she's crushing it, and everything's dark around her. But she, yeah, they obviously it's a good. Tw- it makes yeah. her stand out. Yeah, she pops. especially like in the alleyway. Later. Oh yeah, oh, and I just want to say it's hilarious that people are ribbing her online that she, her accent sounds like shit. Plot twist, people. That's her voice. Oh. She's, she's Australian. Oh, wow. So, and like, even, like, I know some people are like, she's dumb as fuck, especially for being, like, a slasher film mm-hmm. professor. But, like, I don't know. The way they handle this, I could totally see somebody falling for what she did. Mm-hmm. And she's new to New York, they say, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's already nervous, like you said. She's on her first date. Right. So. Like, I could totally see myself yeah. doing this, to be honest with you. And, and granted, too, it's an alleyway, but it's between two busy, like, intersections it looks yeah. like so you wouldn't you wouldn't think you know there'd be mr justice Ghostface for there. laura crane which is also a great callback to marion crane from psycho oh too, so. okay i do like how they have the uh the google pixel branding in oh, the i film. didn't notice that yeah, that's, get that money yeah that's the phone she's got right there it's a nice, i believe it's that a pixel. paid for Sarmaro weaving's paycheck <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you this nice phone if you uh cameo on screen it's not even a cameo i guess she because she has a full-on scene you know but basically she gets like lured into this alleyway and like if my first watch this because um you know it's a regular guy's voice that yeah. switches to our boy ghosty mm-hmm. and i thought this was um like a callback to screen three's ridiculous voice changer mm-hmm. which wouldn't be so ridiculous today with all these ai songs coming out but have you seen them yeah, or listen like, to some Britney ones. Are, how are they? Um, I could tell it wasn't her. Yeah, they weren't fully on point, but close enough. But I, I, I've seen some like just AI, like stupid videos. It'd be like, uh, Trump, Biden, Barack playing like Mario Kart, and then just all like talking shit to each other. And those are freaking but hilarious. It's, but it's kind of sus. It's, it's kind of scary. It's right? really freaky because. You can make them sound so realistic that pretty soon I think we're going to get to a point where you don't know if they actually said that or not. I don't know right. how you're going to get to that Either point. Either some but. people will think they actually said that and they'll get in trouble. Yeah. Or people won't believe anything anymore, right? Like, If we keep podcasting, will people be able to turn our voices into AI voices? Maybe we don't need to do it. We can just have the AI <laughs> generator. <laughs> Do each out. This could be AI right now. You guys, you guys would never know. <laughs> but yeah, no. Obviously, with uh, with the times, a voice modulator app or AI. Uh, but it voice actually changer. isn't a voice changer because this is actually Tony Revolori, the actor's voice. Oh, so you know. It was. I guess it wasn't a callback yeah, to no, Scream Three, but that, no. I didn't realize because I don't haven't seen enough of him. I know he was in the Spider Man movies. Okay, as do you know his name? The bully. 
Is it Flash? Flash, yeah, Flash. I yeah. believe he's. Is he always like calling him like Penis Parker? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but I I love the moment when his voice changes uh-huh. and it's Ghostface, and you're just like, oh fuck, and then poor Samara just gets annihilated with her amazing ass screams, and I'll say what I said in the Ready or Not episode, I believe, that she probably has the best scream of all time. It was aggressive. Yeah, but this is pretty pretty intense, and I love his line, now I see something red, slash, blood sprays on his face, and this is when normally we get our title card, right? Yeah. But we get a reveal, a killer reveal. This had me... Shook. I was shooketh in the theater, because he's just breathing, like the camera's staying on him, and yeah. you're like... Okay, what the fuck? He kneels down and takes his mask off to reveal um, Flash. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, shit. This is fucking awesome. But you knew he wasn't one of the killers from the leaks, like like the actual killers. Um, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. So I knew something, you know, something was going to happen. I didn't know exactly what was going to happen, but yeah. I was still like, this is a banger. Yeah. Uh, For me, I was just thinking, you know, how are they going to, is, is this one of our main killers throughout the movie? What are they going to do with him now? Are we going to follow him which, more? I know some people said they were disappointed that we didn't follow him throughout the whole movie. That would be, I mean, that would be an interesting new angle. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd be for that, but I also really enjoyed what they did. So. Both, right. both work plot twists yeah, and another plot twist in this opening scene. Yes. And I love, too, that he runs into Tara. Mm-hmm. Just, like, this connection and, like... So is Tara going to be in every opening to a new Scream movie? <laughs> um, but just, like... I don't know, just the flow of this movie I really love, too. Just mm-hmm. how it flows from scene to scene. It yeah. just, it's really good. And I want to say, for... This is the longest Scream movie, not by much. I think it's just a little bit over Scream 2's runtime. Mm-hmm. This movie flies the fuck by. Oh, yeah. I was not bored once in this movie. Mm-mm. Can I tell you, uh, one of our coworkers knows someone who is big into horror films. Mm-hmm. He's he's a little older, and he did a Scream 6 review. Do I know them? Our coworker or the friend? <laughs> the friend. You might. I don't know. Oh, okay. But I have to look that up. <laughs> but he was not a fan. He like of the opening or the movie. The whole movie. He like dumped on the characters and like dumped on the film. So is he a scream fan though? Because like if he's not a scream fan, I can't trust. I, I feel him. like he was a scream fan. You know what yeah, though, Matt? Everybody's entitled to their wrong opinions. <laughs> I was the way he was. So I was like, there's no way we saw the same movie. Like he did not really care about. The core four, this new well, cast. That's crazy to I me. I was like, how could you not? They're lovable scams. I've been seeing nothing but love for the core yeah. four. Core four. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, He's like, stop trying to make the core four happen. <laughs> it's not, not going to happen. happen. <laughs> I was just very shocked to hear just such a, like, a powerful a couple, negative response. Uh, you know, people pretty negative on this movie. Not overall. Overall, yeah. it's been very, very positive. Mm-hmm. But, you know. What's the RT score? It's definitely fresh, certified fresh. It was mm-hmm. 70-something, which is pretty good. I mean, this is Scream 6. Yeah. Does Fast and the Furious 6 have a fresh? Don't at me. Maybe it does. <laughs> <laughs> what about 9 or 10? Soon to be t- is 10 coming out? I don't know. Um, Something's I coming. I think they're on X. I think, X. yeah. Fa- fa- is it Fast and Furious X or something? Whatever. Fast X. They'd probably just call it let's for see, short. Let's see what that's going to have. <laughs> it has like a 90. Still not one bad screen. <laughs> It's crazy. Um, so okay. another thing that makes me laugh, though, is like I'm seeing all these reviewers, like these YouTube reviewers, mm-hmm. especially, and they're like talking about 
the opening scene they're like yeah we have our boy i guess i think his name is jason Mm -hmm. um who is watching jason takes manhattan which is perfect Mm. obviously um they're like yeah he comes in and he's talking to his roommate on the phone okay (laughs) they're obviously boyfriends (laughs) like he like how more clear could it be oh it's like i didn't pick up he walks and he says honey i'm home first of all i didn't pick up that at all okay to me it couldn't be more obvious without him coming on screen and them making out they're boyfriends but (laughs) (laughs) oh no i just thought he was being like Funny. Like funny, yeah. Like, okay, like, honey, just the I'm way home. they talk on the phone. Yeah. He's like, I, I told you, uh, I thought we discussed we're not going to use the voice on each other. Like, mm-hmm. they're gay. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so now basically we have a ghost face talking to another ghost face. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is like a crazy opening. But yeah, I will say the only thing I could see myself not finding this opening minus the Samara part as rewatchable as some of the others, just because I don't really like this character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously like I want him to die because he's a piece of shit. He killed mm-hmm. my girl. Mm-hmm. So plus it is a longer opening. It feels like, I mean, it, yeah, it builds, I wanna, up, builds I, a lot more suspense with flashes part here. Yeah. Like I almost kind of wish like her scene could have been longer. Like, yeah. And then like maybe like more of a chase or something. Yeah. And then, you know, his could have been shorter because I care more about her. But at the same time, mm-hmm. they're doing something unexpected here. Yeah. So this is still. Did we already rate the openings? Do you want to rate the openings? Ooh. We did the movies, right? Yeah. I feel like I put number one. Their scream one is my f- number one. Uh, opening ranking. I'm trying to think. Two. Two. Oh, two was the movie. Th- okay. That's right. Oh, God. That'd be hard for me to do all the. What's yours? I put you on the spot. I'm sorry. That was that was quick. Um, I wasn't prepared. Obviously one because yeah. it's my favorite scene of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, then I probably I'd have to put two because mm-hmm. I think the theater and all that is iconic. Then I think four gets unfairly hated, but mm-hmm. I still think I think I would put this. I put think I put Scream Six third mm-hmm. just because it did do something different. Then probably four, then three. Oh wait, where did I put five though? Okay, one, two, six, five, four, three would be mine. Four, three. Sorry, Cotton. I love you, but. Four, three. You put four, th- four, three. Four is your second least favorite? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, that's higher than a lot of people's. <laughs> a lot of people shit on it. And I, you know, mm-hmm. in our Scream 4 episode, which if you haven't listened to that, listen to it. It's a banger. Yeah. Like, it's got some problems, but mm-hmm. overall, it's a fun scene. But this is something different. And. Um, his, you know, Ghostface's line, you know, who gives a fuck about movies yeah. leading into the title card, which was beautiful over the New York City skyline. Great opening. Great opening. And when you when he opens the fridge and sees his boyfriend, slash it's a roommate. little <laughs> his boyfriend. It's a little aggressive. It was very part. Yeah. Decapitation like was not expecting to see that much gore in a scream film. I don't know. They weren't playing. No, there they, might not be a lot of deaths in this movie, but there's a lot of blood. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> they made up for it in blood. But now we have our now iconic final girl, Samantha, talking to the worst therapist of all time. <laughs> he's, he just seems underqualified. <laughs> Did you recognize him? He's got a beard, though. Nope. He's Well, I know you have a thing with faces, so this probably didn't help with beard. the beard. He is the father and ready or not. 
Oh, okay. I think he's most well known from the Mission Impossible movies. I think he's finally coming back in the next mm-hmm. one, but um, he won't be with us with us much longer. Oh, so him and Samara caught up a little bit then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's nice. But again, like I just want to say, like the flow of this movie, I really like because, like, immediately when we cut to the therapist session, we see like um, like an ambulance run by go by, which is because the killing of mm-hmm. our um, would have been Ghostface. So I guess, like, do you think in a ranking he should be included, him and his boyfriend in the fridge? Because technically, they're ghost faces, right? Yeah, they, well... Hmm. Just, they would end up very low. <laughs> yeah, probably, they'd probably be on everyone's... But I'm sure there's a lot of diehard Justice fans out there for Greg. Now. Yeah, is that, is that, is that the boyfriend that's or is the, that the main guy? That's the boyfriend in the fridge. <laughs> oh, that's the boyfriend, <laughs> poor Greg. Poor I'm Greg. sure there's a lot of people out there who have some fanfic about Greg and uh, Flash there. Speaking of fanfic, I love <laughs> when the therapist is looking on the phone because for some reason, though, he's never heard of um, Woodsboro. Woodsboro, Woodsboro. Yeah. Like, this would be like, this is national news, right? Yeah, shouldn't you know about your patient a little bit? Like, wouldn't you do a Facebook search at least or something? Right. But like, he's scrolling through and there's like all these memes and there's like the meme of Richie is like innocent. He's got like a, like a halo over him mm-hmm. or something. Like, it's so funny. It's so accurate, too. Like, I love this whole like, um, because apparently Sam, there's a rumor about Sam that she was the one responsible for the killings in the last movie, mm-hmm. which to me like is playing on the whole internet and conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. And I could see this happening because she did, as she tells him, stab him like 22 times, slit his throat and shoot him in the head. So I could see that people take running with that and being like, mm-hmm. this girl must be cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, right? Yeah. N- not only that, she said she kind of liked it. <laughs> right this is when the therapist is like okay we're done here like, I, I can't do this <laughs> <laughs> also shout out um back to the opening credits we get mike shinoda's in my head which is a bop he also produced demi's song still alive and which i really have grown to love so bring mike shinoda from lincoln park back for scream 7 soundtrack okay thank you <laughs> so we have sam going back to the apartment uh to find quinn her Ooh. sexually liberated Quinn, yeah. who doesn't get slut shamed, unlike Maureen Prescott. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and she learns that her sister Tara is out at a frat party, essentially, right? Yes, and she's not here for that because no. she's the overprotective sister now. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I think I I could sympathize with that for her, you know. Oh yeah, totally. Her sister, like, and I also know. sympathize with. T- I could see where Tara's coming yes, from too, yeah. but. Yeah, but their whole dynamic in the movie, I thought, was really mm-hmm. well done. I stand the Carpenter sisters. They're great. They're a great <laughs> duo. And, it, you know, it's I like how the events of Scream 5 did create some tension between them, as we see, you know, in this film. Because he, you go through something like that, you might, not everything might be hunky-dory, you know. Right. And I like, though, that on. there's still love between them. Yeah. It's not, like, completely, like, Tara's, like, shut off. Like, fuck yes. you. I don't want anything to do with you. Like, mm-hmm. kind of some parts of the last movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, like, she's like, I need my space. Mm-hmm. And she has the line I really like, too, where she's like, I don't want three or three days that happened to me that were bad to find my whole life. That's, yeah. You know? But still, I guess you see where Sam's coming from. Like, you need a therapy. You need some kind of help like you yeah. can't just completely shut it out right although hopefully she finds a better therapist than sam's yeah <laughs> i'm done here <laughs> awesome job dude <laughs> this is why you got stabbed in the fucking nose <laughs> uh, well okay 
So at the frat party, like, I, well, first of all, I think drunk Tara is adorable. Uh, and Tara and um, Jenna, our girl Jenna, mm-hmm. like played drunk really well because that's not easy to do, I don't mm-hmm. think. We are introduced to, I want to say, probably my least favorite character to ever appear in a Scream movie. The nerdy guy? Or the... The nerd... Ethan. Oh. Like, this twink. Like, what? <laughs> he is not interesting in the slightest before or after the reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just a waste of space to me. And I didn't think the actor was very good either. He was in... Um, did you see Avatar Way of Water? I did. I guess he was Spider in that, which I guess people that weren't a fan of him in that movie. Either. He was a kid. Yeah. Spider was a kid, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. He was okay for a kid. Are you? I mean, <laughs> he's all right. I wouldn't say he was terrible, but he, he was. Are okay. you an Ethan Stan? I, I might have to be an Ethan Stan. <laughs> he sucked. If, he, I don't want to hear one more fucking person say that Charlie Walker's the worst ghost face because <laughs> he's not. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I did like is after the reveal, he just gets much more psychotic, which I enjoy. I enjoyed I've that. S- I've seen better Ghostface performances. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good flip, but yeah, he's, he's oh. blah. So, but I'll speaking of the scene, because we have this like douchey guy who's trying to take Tara up to his room, mm-hmm. I think that actor should have been revealed as the son at the end, Ooh. and then they maybe they kill Ethan somewhere else. Yeah. Because, um, th- first of all, I think he looks more like Dermot Mulroney, the cop, mm-hmm. than uh, this uh, fucking twink. And probably a better actor. So <laughs> that would have been a better little twist for me. Yeah, it would have been good, and, too. Like, maybe he was luring her t- up there for, like, nefarious reasons. Oh, but definitely. we didn't realize it at the time. Oh, for, like, ghost-based reasons. Yeah. More than, like, sexual reasons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I hate Ethan. <laughs> yeah, no, I hated, I hated the, um, yeah, the douchebag more. No, I like him, but <laughs> I, oh, I think they call him, um, date rape Frankie. Yeah, date rape. I, yeah, I, I like date rape Frankie better than I like Ethan. Oh, I he, said what I said. He gets, he gets just such. Cre- I mean, he played the, the actor played I, it well. He just gave such creepy vibes. I love though. We get Sam come in. She's like, oh, by the way, I'm gonna um taser you on the balls, mm. and she does. Yep. <laughs> You're a badass, <laughs> and just Sam again, like it's just a complete one eighty for me. And I know mm-hmm. like everybody because I haven't seen any negative reaction to her performance in this movie, unlike mm-hmm. the last movie. Mm-hmm. So like they really stepped it up with her performance and the writing. Mm-hmm. And like even the scene here, like some bitch throws a drink on her, mm-hmm. and she's just like not here for it. She's like, but we got a problem with me, bitch. Like going after. Her. I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. this is the energy we needed in five. <laughs> I loved how we get to see how much Chad actually cares for Tara. I thought that was very sweet. That was Their sweet whole to see. relationship is great. It's beautiful. They're the new Gale and Dewey. For real, though. For real. Yeah, they like, are. They d- sold that really well. And they had literally no dialogue between them. Mm-hmm. I did think it was funny. Like, Jenna kind of shaded the last movie. She was like, yeah, it was great to play Tara and, like, actually like, get to inter- interact with other people mm-hmm. and have a personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because she didn't, like, all her scenes were with Sam in the last movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to see the friendship. So them to have this romance and make us believe it yeah, was great. And, you know, we're shippers. I'm sure they have a ship name. I'm not smart enough to think Ch- of one. Chara? Chara? No. Ch- Char- the Chara, Chara. stance. The- Tarad, when Tarad doesn't sound good. No. Tara, no. Um, Tara. What's, what's their last name? 
Chad and Mindy? She's Carpenter. Carpenter. He's he's a Meeks. Meeks. Uh, Come on, let's get. We'll start it. Marpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, <laughs> you heard Marp- hashtag Marpenters. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> This is a true, mm-hmm. amazing love story. Titanic could never. Really? Um, and Chad is so good in this movie. Like I said, like like a lot of people love Chad in the last one. I liked him just fine, mm-hmm. but I just didn't get enough of him to like love him. Mm-hmm. But here, I think Mason Gooding has so much charisma and like ability that mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, we'll get to it later, but there's mm-hmm. something that happened. You're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like you said, uh, because maybe Sydney wasn't in this movie, we had a lot more time with these new characters, and it's just like even just they would have had the, to cut some stuff. Yeah, the first thir- fuck off, Sydney. No, just kidding. <laughs> the fir- Stay hidden. The just fir- kidding. I love you, Sydney. The first thirty minutes of the film were, you know, it's like almost being reintroduced to Chad in this character, and you already like like him that much more than because he the is first so movie. protective. Yeah. Okay, so they get interrupted by quote unquote slutty Quinn. Did you <laughs> clock her? As soon as she said, I had a brother who died because that was. Oh, yeah. I massively mean, massively sus. I was like, OK, that's a little that's a little weird that right. I wonder who her brother is. But then once we. Uh, but once she, quote unquote, died, you're yeah. probably like, oh, no, even because I didn't think she died when oh, I you saw. Didn't. No, I was. Okay, like, we'll get to that. We'll yeah. get to that. But. Yeah, but no. At this point, you're I was smart. You're like, this isn't my first time with the road. This isn't my first this is Ghost the Six scream. <laughs> yeah, I got this. Steve's prepared me well these past fifty movies. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, what do they call, do? They call him sexy apartment guy, sexy cute, neighbor, cute, cute, cute boy, cute boy, cute apartment, cute neighbor. We'll go with cute neighbor. Cute neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> I love this like reveal that they've been hooking up already. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. That was that was well done. Um, because like, cause I, you know, just watching the trailers and everything, I'm like, this is definitely going to be her love interest. Mm-hmm. Like, and I thought it was going to be like, you know, meet cute. Like we're going to introduce this new relationship, but they're mm-hmm. already in it, which I thought was very good mm-hmm. way to just like get through it. And, you know, he, I did like this character quite a bit. He didn't have too much screen time, but you know, I'm sure in the next one, you know, it'll be like Chad all over again. Yeah. And I just like his vibe. He was just kind of weird and sauce but like likable at the same time mm-hmm. we they need a ship name too but we'll work on that another time we'll, come, we'll come up with a professional uh, one <laughs> i don't know what his last name is either so that doesn't help uh he's just cute neighbor apartment boy something uh cute yeah we'll, we'll work we'll work on it <laughs> and then like talking about like the kind of breakneck pacing of this movie you know tara and sam i think they're I think they're going to go to the cops or, you know, they're outside and Sam gets a call from our boy well, or girl ghosty. And then Tara just like gets out, get attacked like right in the middle of the street. <laughs> it goes right into it. Yeah. And I, I liked it that we have our, uh, was it, is a bodega? It's a bodega. bodega like, I think I yeah. mentioned this before. I, ne- I don't think I've ever heard of a bodega before nope. scream six. Nope. Um, but, but this, this is the scene that we saw on the trailers, you know, right. and I'm glad that it happened so early in the movie. You know, I wasn't because if it was later. Yeah. You're like wondering, like, where is it? Where is it? But now we just get it over and done with right. Right in the beginning. I'm telling you, this movie is like the most well paced two hours and three minutes. Um, orphan can't relate. <laughs> Still love orphan, but 
not as well paced as Scream 6. But yeah, they're chasing the bodega. He's just this ghost face doesn't give a fuck. He's just mm-hmm. killing bystanders. I did feel bad for the owner because he was trying to help them. Mm-hmm. He like even threw him the keys like but he gets, you know, he gets shotgun in the face. He gets, uh, yeah, stabbed like, you know, I, w- I wish somebody needs to go in and count how many fucking stabbings are in this movie because it's a lot. You definitely can't mm-hmm. play a drinking game to this because no. you're going to the hospital. <laughs> and, like, his mask, the aged mask is awesome. It looks and, great. Like, and just this is definitely, for me, easily one of the best ghost face since the original. Just his movements and everything. It, mm-hmm. It's very intimidating in this one. And, you know, listening to interviews with the directors, they were inspired by a kitchen scene in Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. And I, I, I love that. I could definitely yeah. see that now. You know, I've always thought, like, oh, if someone, you know, were trying to attack me, well, like, what would I do? And I always thought, oh, I'd grab something and throw it over the other way, and hopefully they would hear it and go investigate. And I love that's exactly yeah, what they did that's here. What Sam, that's what Sam does here. You know, this isn't her first time at the rodeo either. She's right. <laughs> Hopefully she can. Oh, I don't know if she can get her gun now with her, the therapist knowing she wants to maybe. She but enjoyed killing. But he's dead. But her files, I guess, are still out there. Ghostface stole them. So unless yeah. they find them. Uh, <laughs> no one needs to know. No gun for you. Yeah. I feel like um, gun laws aren't as <laughs> very strict. Um, but anyways. <laughs> but I love that, you know, this whole thing is very suspenseful. This movie has great suspense which you know i think a lot of people thought was lacking in five Mm. minus the wes and judy scene Mm. um r.i.p lemon square girl and they just they just knock these scenes out of the park in Mm. my opinion like you know even though we saw a good part of this in the trailer like there's enough that we didn't see that it's still exciting Mm -hmm. and then we also learn that you know he starts leaving masks behind is like his little calling card different different from the one he has on starting with i think this is richie's mask because it's counting down Mm -hmm. to the original to Mm -hmm. billy basically so that's cool i'm like this movie has a little bit of like um i don't know if you know seven movies like that like serial killer okay thriller vibes um is that what's in the box that's what's in the box i haven't seen seven but i know the reference also copycat which has dermot mulroney scorny weaver which i would love to cover someday it's mm-hmm. you know more thriller but yeah like i said I enjoy the that. horror genre is a broad spectrum we could do copycat mm-hmm. underrated <laughs> thriller i will say ghostface did exit this bodega pretty darn quickly it's a pretty quick exit I but mean, I, i'm ready to i'm ready to suspend my disbelief for the movie <laughs> yeah i mean this you is how it. he always is yeah <laughs> ghostface being ghostface he's a, he's a tricky boy or a girl. Okay, here's one thing I wasn't a huge fan about was with how they handled Gail's character. Because this is a controversial thing. Because I feel like she had made such great character progression, you know, throughout the Scream films. And then to have her go back to being Gail from, like, Scream 1. This is basically the Scream 1 scene. I was like, huh, that's kind of a setback. But then as I'm talking about it right now, I'm thinking, okay, maybe she's grieving. I have. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's why to me, uh, Dewey and maybe even Sydney a little bit was Mm -hmm. like her moral compass. They kept her grounded. Yeah. But Dewey's not here anymore. Mm -hmm. So this is to me her her coping. She's doing what she knows how to do best. Yeah. And I can see that. I can see why she regressed. But I can Mm -hmm. also see why it's frustrating. Yeah. But like I can't. I like Cunty Gale. <laughs> uh, like, you know, so, I mean, it still tracks for me. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I don't know if people change that much, yeah. you know. I guess I was sad that it happened, but like talking about it right now, just thinking about it, it makes sense that it could happen. It's right. not necessarily a, a loophole or a plot hole for me. It's just a, I, w- I wish she didn't do it sort of thing. Right. I think maybe part of the problem is that the character, the the regression, I guess, mm-hmm. took place off screen. Yeah. So it's maybe just a kind of like, boom, like, okay, she's back to screen. Yeah. It's more of a shock to see right, right off the bat. But I do absolutely love this punch scene where <laughs> Gail finally dodged a punch yeah. only to get punched oh, by Tara. Only to get sucker punched. Boom. Perfect. Which was pretty freaking great. Yeah. Then we get our therapist getting killed as he deserved because you know he doesn't like patients with problems i guess um <laughs> it's, they're too complicated <laughs> but again the only one who really like oh this so this is what makes it a little bit predictable for me the only people who know about the therapist uh is our cop okay she Do you just want to get into it yeah bailey if that's even bailey, his name yeah um you clocked him yeah right yeah okay. yeah that, that was that was an easy one predictable yeah bailey and quinn i had yeah it's like i said like it's it's sucks when i'm spoiled because i can't play the game like everybody else does but it seems like most people were like yeah he's probably the killer yeah um but i do love we get red right hand twice in this movie just perfect these filmmakers just get it they're like let's give the fans what they want (laughs) in my opinion we get another amazing mindy monologue like scream five just Mm -hmm. telling us what is what basically and you know that this isn't a sequel right it's Mm -hmm. now a franchise (laughs) this is one of the scenes that reviewer i was talking about earlier Mm -hmm. just was like not here for it was you sure they've never seen a scream movie before (laughs) i mean this is like going all the way back to randy and one i believe he felt that the the way the scene was handled he didn't like because he felt like it was just kind of thrown in there to have it in there as opposed like to a natural flow sort of thing. I could, I could see it like we're just thrown into this scene, mm-hmm. but I mean, at the same time, like this but is Mindy. This are is you not going to have a Mindy monologue. This is, who <laughs> she, this is who she is. Yeah. Like she's living for this. Like she knows what's up, mm-hmm. even though, you know, I guess again, she didn't get it right, which is hilarious because she <laughs> complains about it at the end. Yeah. She's like, damn it. <laughs> like, not again. <laughs> but, I I love it. I think it's hilarious, and mm-hmm. she delivers it so well. Mm-hmm. Do you think anyone suspected the core four as a Ghostface killer? Because they they talk about it here. We have our new characters. Like, what about you guys? And like, yeah, I do like the new characters. They're like, actually, it could be you guys. Yeah, like maybe you're traumatized from what happened, mm-hmm. or you know. So, yeah, I, I didn't see many theories though yeah. that it was any of them. Kirby, yes, mm-hmm. but other than that. I think people just suspect it to be somebody new. Right. I mean, um, they haven't done that yet. A core character turning out to be Ghostface. So maybe seven. But it seems yeah. like it'd be a little character assassination yeah. to me. Like, I'm like, yes, we get the shock value. But is it worth? At what cost? <laughs> yeah. At what fucking cost? <laughs> we take these things very seriously. <laughs> So what about our my favorite character of all time, Ethan? Did you suspect him? No, I didn't suspect him at all. So one that, surprise. Yeah, that that was a shocker. Uh, we'll get to it oh, later, but there's one thing I felt like they could have done with him, which mm-hmm. would have been 
cool, but we'll see if you agree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but still a flop. <laughs> <laughs> Lives better. <laughs> Billy could never. <laughs> oh, and Kirby. We missed our girl, Kirby. Hated Penetier. Coming back. I do love that she's introduced with her feet just on the desk. She's just unbothered queen. No chill. (laughs) No chill. Did you like how they handled Kirby here? I yeah, I think she. I mean, she had her attitude. She was she was great. She She had the sass still. Yep. She uh, goes off about movie horror movies later on in the scene with Mindy. I thought that was a nice callback, you know, to her character. She was. I I liked her. Yeah, I thought they did really well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know. I'm still not a fan of the wig. Totally. I just can't see wigs. <laughs> right over my head. But yeah, I thought I thought they did a very solid job, especially, you know, Hayden hasn't acted in like five years, I don't think. So mm-hmm. I think she did a good job. And, you know, it does make me laugh. Like there's the scene with the detective, um, you know, they have like the big killer bulletin board mm-hmm. thing. And it's just like headshots from like red carpets and stuff. Like, oh, well, I, that's like, what I thought it was. Like, the, like I think the picture of my girl Lori Metcalf yeah. is like she's older than she was in Scream Two. But okay, uh. um, <laughs> but I just I I just love that how the series like you're always getting these like references and like mm-hmm. seeing like talking about the old killers and stuff. It's just a lot of fun. Yeah. Is it is it this scene where she's talking about? Uh, Stu, when he gets like some people think, oh, that's that's, that's later, later but yeah, on. She thinks, yeah, th- that was funny. That yeah, they that was, called it out. Yeah, that's that was a good line. But I do like when she they get to Roman's picture and he's like, Roman did it all by himself. Very ambitious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're not afraid to poke fun at themselves or the rest of the series, you know. And I, I enjoyed that. But then we get this very sweet scene with our core four icons, legends. Mm-hmm. You know, we're well. This is I think we're. Chad makes up the name and I love that they make fun of it too. They're like, that's fucking lame. Like you can't can't just give yourself a name, Chad. He just did. But I think it's very clever on the filmmakers part because like everybody calls uh, Sydney, Gail and Dewey, the trio. Mm -hmm. So to like start this core four and you know, it's just very likable. And I love that, you know, Sam's like, it's like, she just blurts out. She's like, yeah, I've been sleeping with cute neighbor boy, man. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like making fun of her. It's just, it's, it's very cute. And also, Mindy has a girlfriend, Anika, by the way, Mm -hmm. who, even though we don't get a lot with her, I thought she did great with what she had. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to that. (laughs) But then we get this absolute banger of a scene, probably one of my favorite in the franchises and definitely in this movie. Um, You know, well, first we get like this attack in the apartment. Okay, one thing I was confused by, and maybe I'm a fucking idiot, is that our boy, cute neighbor boy, Danny, maybe his name is, um, sees Ghostface and he's trying to text or he's trying to call Sam to warn them, which mm-hmm. is like very stressful because like t- Tara's like playing with the phone. You're like, answer the fucking phone. Yeah. Um, great suspense. But they all get a text of a picture of Quinn getting killed. And I'm like, but it, it's like from far away, it looks like. Danny doesn't have all their numbers because I was thinking maybe it was Danny, but like he doesn't have all their numbers. He probably has Sam's, obviously. He shouldn't, I wouldn't think. So I don't, I don't really understand that part, unless it's another ghost face was sending it to them, or am I missing something? I don't. So know. could have. Well, we know Ethan is 
supposedly at he's at a class econ. he keeps econ, saying yeah. i was at econ no, you econ. And, and we have our officer who could have been taking the picture okay. who would definitely have their number who could find their number plot hole worst Maybe. scream ever this is why this is worse than scream three plot armor the movie no. <laughs> we'll get to that but, uh, but, I mean, <laughs> but see we don't actually see quinn die we just see her bloody did you feel that was sus oh yeah it kind of looks like when they open the door like she runs <laughs> <laughs> and not and another thing too was Earlier on, when they're talking with uh, the cop, you know, thinking any responsible parent, if they would, they would know that, you know, Sam Carpenter is probably going to have some sort of danger lurking behind her with Ghostface being around. So why would you let your daughter live in the same apartment or right. building as yeah, Sam? Because even Kirby tells him, like, tell your daughter to, like, be careful. Because, yeah. you know, where Sam Carpenter is. You know, like you scream for angel of death. Right. So um, as, a, as a cop and as a, cop. as a cop and as a parent, I would think he would want his daughter out of there at all costs. But no, he like lets her you know, stay but there. Maybe it's like Tara tells him later. Great parroting, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we also see the all the knives are gone, which, you know, makes sense in retrospect that Quinn mm-hmm. probably stole them. Yep. All, so and again, with the knives being gone, I thought, OK, someone in someone in the apartment's got to be it. And then we, we eliminate one person in the apartment for sure. But you know what? <laughs> this fake ass death is still 10 times better than Romans and Scream 3 because nobody, I believe, checks for pulse at least. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> still love Scream 3. But I love this whole like attack scene. It's just like, because they're in a New York City apartment. I mean, mm-hmm. this is probably like over their price range, honestly. It was pretty nice. But it's still, it's like compact and he's just like attacking everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just very intense. I mean, he gets sliced on the arm and like it's just and Anika's like trying to protect Mindy, but mm-hmm. she ends up getting grabbed by Ghostface and like stabbed in the stomach. And they make it even worse because she's wearing like one of those like midriff tops so you mm-hmm. can really see it yeah. and lifts the knife up. It's you just see, brutal. And you see like some of her guts, too. It, yeah. it gets intense. Justice quick. for Anika. She, she deserved better. A little more screen time. A little more screen great. time. This is very exciting. And then Mindy like has to close the bathroom door. And mm-hmm. it's just... And then we get this ladder part. I don't know why Cute Neighbor Boy has this huge-ass ladder in the New York Just City hanging apartment. out. Like, they could have just had, like, a line, like, he's the superintendent or something, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I could have bought it. But whatever. It's off. Whatever. But, like, then they have to, you know, crawl from one apartment to the other on the ladder. And this, to me, is... Awesome. Fucking hate heights. <laughs> hate heights. I like, it's just so like I can only a imagine. Da- yeah, it's just like danger on top of danger, yeah. you know. And I just love that, like, mm-hmm. kind of like rivaling like Scream 2's amazing cop car scene. You know, mm-hmm. did you did you like the scene or is trash? I thought it was fantastic, mainly for that's Anika. Is that how you say it? Yeah, uh, mainly for her death. Right, but like for me, like. Part. I felt so bad for her and like I hardly knew this person, mm-hmm. but so the actress did a great job, like, you know, saying like whenever I mean I think we mentioned this before, like whenever a character says, I don't want to die, mm-hmm. it's rough. Um, and like just the way she was protecting Mindy, even letting mm-hmm. Mindy go first, because I think she knew like my time's up either way. Yeah, she's she was bleeding out pretty bad. I'm surprised she even got and on they the had, ladder. They have the kiss before yeah. Mindy goes, like she said, I'll be right behind you. Ugh, yeah. It's rough. Yeah. And just the way like when Ghostface goes gets behind Anika, he gets into the room, mm-hmm. and uh, Mindy and Sam they have that look like, "Oh shit!" Like you know it's over. Yeah, 
it's just very upsetting. Mm-hmm. And the way Ghostface is fucking with her with the ladder, you know, it's just it's very intense. And then the death. <laughs> I I like how they added the dumpster. They didn't have to have the dumpster. She could have just fell. She could have just fell and just plopped and flopped. But no, they had the dumpster. Oof. And then there's a close up on her face as mm-hmm. blood starts oozing out of yeah. it. It's oh, it's pretty graphic. And I also, I mean, I mentioned that this is one of my favorite ghost face, but just the way like Sam gives a ghost face a look and then he like walks off. He just has like a little more pizzazz mm-hmm. than I thought was missing a little bit in four and five. Mm-hmm. And I do like that, you know, this is the morning after or whatever, like our cute neighbor boy with a huge ass ladder for some reason in New York City apartment. <laughs> like, I, I do like that. I'm like all the other boyfriends, I think, like Derek, he's like. Don't trust anybody. Don't mm-hmm. even trust me. I thought that made him very likable. Oh, yeah. Too. Not like Derek every two seconds. You could trust me, Sid. Let me stay around you. <laughs> Fuck off. This, this is why you died. Because you sang. And also <laughs> because you, you wouldn't leave her the fuck alone. <laughs> so we get a pretty emotional scene from uh, Detective Bailey, if that's his real name. Mm-hmm. Um, so were you not buying what he was selling? Not at all. Because I think here he says, too, like, oh, now like, I lost another Another one. Because this was, because, I mean, that ties in with Quinn. Yeah. Because that's her father. Right. When she said he died. Was it like a car accident? Yeah. Bullshit. Mm. <laughs> Fake news. It would be funny if somebody, if, uh, who was she talking to, Tara? Tara was like, are you the killer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't buying it at all. I I just thought, okay, why is he, why does he have to go there? I mean, I'm, would a parent want to see their daughter like that? I don't know. I, I don't think well, I Well, he might have to identify the but, body, I, too. Which yeah. kind of make ties into why maybe he was able to su- successfully do their whole plan. Which mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little still a little far fetched, but you yeah. know, it's Scream Six. It's what are you gonna do? It's okay. <laughs> but I do like that. I mean, it's very on the nose, maybe especially in retrospect. But uh, I think Bailey says like, "You fuck with my family, you die." Which like he's pretty much saying his motive right there. <laughs> you know, he wants you to know what's up. But we have Gail back. Gail and Kirby. Gail Kirby reunion. And I love their like bitchy back and forth because mm-hmm. this is to me, it's very, um, you know, Parker Posey, Jennifer Jolie from Scream 3. Like, I think Gail's best when she has somebody to kind of spar with back mm-hmm. and forth. So if they both come back again, like, I'd like to see more of that interaction. You know, I think Gail's like, how are you a fucking FBI agent? You're like a zygote. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And Gal is ultimately the one who ends up finding out about this ghost face shrine. Yeah. And Kirby, not Kirby. Kirby's FBI. like, how did you do that? She's like, it's called investi- investigative journalism. <laughs> like, I'm pretty good at my job, Kirby. <laughs> but here we get the iconic shrine. And just watching all these characters, you know, looking at, you know, the objects that they were directly involved in was like perfect. And seeing all the, the ghost face costumes on stage that's just super chilling i like that shout out to this amazing ass costume designer because i'm pretty sure everything here was a recreation too oh okay and it looked so on point yeah the amount of detail and everything was great like even seeing like the bloody like ground where kirby was stabbed you know on point Mm -hmm. and the knife that she was stabbed with you know, we see um, Randy's video shirt store because he worked there. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they really took their time to find little, little things here and there that diehard fans like yourself it would really appreciate. 
just it was made with a, this this whole scene this whole movie seems like it was made with a lot of love and yeah. it really shows here it's very clear that these filmmakers are big fans mm-hmm. of the original movies mm-hmm. and Wes Craven and then we get a nice scene with our movie fans Kirby and Mindy which was perfect like, nice back and forth that was great yeah I will say I do agree with um, them on almost all their points. Wow. Um, I think Best Nightmare on Elm Street, they say the original. Uh, Best Friday the 13th, I think Mindy says two. Solid choice. Kirby says final chapter. Agree. Ooh. You know what's up, Kirby. They both say Psycho 2 is underrated. True. And the one that I'm like, eh, is what's better, Candyman, the original, or the requel? And they they both say both at the same time like no the original the original is way better better. sorry um (laughs) not that i hated the new one but it was a little sloppy but god that's just these people know what people want to see you know everybody wanted when they knew kirby was in this movie a scene with them talking about movies Mm -hmm. and i think we also get a very nice scene of tara and kirby talking to together and i just you know i think kirby or tara's like how did you get through this and we find out that Kirby actually died for four minutes, too, which, you know, that's intense. Mm-hmm. And I just like her line about, you know, I got angry after what happened. And I want I want the monsters to be afraid of me, basically, which was great. Pretty line. badass. <laughs> and this is where we kind of develop our plan for the next scene using Sam and Tara's bait. OK, I'll say this is my least favorite scene in the movie. Mm-hmm. And if this is my least favorite scene, you know, you're doing pretty good because it's I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt a little cheap, like you know, like a TV show vibes. I don't know why. Like one of those like thriller shows on CBS. I don't know. And I guess you know, it's a little bit of a nod to Scream Two with Randy yep. outside, but nothing really comes to it because this is like kind of a ruse because they're really going after Gail. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's fine. And the ghost face call too was a little blah. They could have did a little bit better, but you know, again, if this is the worst, then. You're doing great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, it, and at this point, too, if you didn't figure it out by now, you know, I feel like you got to know it's someone in this group because the ghost face call says, oh, you basically calls them out on their plan. Right. And he's like, you're trying to trace me because that's the whole thing. They're using this bait. They're going to try to trace the call and they're going to find the ghost face. But someone has obviously tipped off ghost face. So someone in this group is working with ghost face or is ghost face. So, yeah, you, you had to have someone had to figure it out by now. If you were still in the dark, I didn't think about any of that, <laughs> but I also knew that. You knew. So you knew. I then knew. Thank yeah. you for spoiling it. <laughs> but it's tradition now, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Every even scream, you get spoiled. Yeah. So the next one, I'll be okay. Next one, you should be good. <laughs> if the universe will make it so you're okay, <laughs> scream eight. I'm screwed. <laughs> scream eight in space. So now we get Gail, and I do like that Gail. Like she's getting the good D. Mm-hmm. You know get it girl but you know i don't think she cares that much <laughs> uh, another banger scene so one thing i wanted to ask you how would you rate the set pieces of this movie so we have bodega mm-hmm. ladder mm-hmm. gale and subway i think that's it right i don't know if you want to say the fine uh ghost face chamber there uh, shrine? like the final count? act yeah no, i wouldn't count that as a set piece okay. personally um, so we have, uh, Bodega, Ladder, Gal, and Subway. Um, I think I like, I like Gal's 
set piece here for this. I mean, it's Gal's apartment, so you know it's going to be high class upscale. This is a huge ass apartment. It's fucking nice, right? Perfect for running. <laughs> Great. Perfect for chase scenes and fights. It's got a nice little outside balcony too. She got that money. I mean, I just like this apartment. I was just thinking, like, man, I'd love to live. You didn't there. really care about the scene. Yeah, you're I just was, like, I want to live. Yeah, there. it just looks nice. I I think Gal's apartment for me would be number one, and then number two. I think the ladder scene, the whole ladder set piece there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to have to go subway and bodega just because we saw, I think, so much of the bodega. I was we already did get quite a bit of the subway, too, though. We, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, but, di- but di- all, all bangers. Though, yeah. Right? They're all great. And I just want. Yeah. Like they did such a good job of giving us set pieces. That's what our slasher fans want. So keep giving us them and i just i just the scope the bigger scope like even gail's apartment too which i guess was a real apartment and not a set which i was impressed by because i they were like we only had like six hours at a time to do this because it was like canada at night um (laughs) before you know the sun would come up yeah and just the scope of this movie because that was really a big problem for me in five was like it was obviously a covid movie and you Mm -hmm. could tell everything was like so up close and like this and they really brought this felt like a bigger budget screen and mm-hmm. i love to see it but yeah this yeah this scene's great from both an action perspective and the emotion too like how he's kind of taunting her she, about dewey sydney was always in the spotlight mm-hmm. never about you he doesn't ghostface rude, doesn't pull any emotional punches boy. really though a rude girl i think this is quinn confirmed quinn but i'm assuming somebody else probably was doing the call Oh, yeah. Because how can yeah. you? Yeah. But and I think Courtney delivered the emotion, though, like the way her face switches as soon as Dewey's mentioned mm-hmm. like, her acting was on point and like her badass lines too. like like she can give it to Ghostface as good as she gets. Like, mm-hmm. like, how's this for nostalgia? Fucker. <laughs> like she <laughs> says. Were you overall, though, were you OK with her amount of screen time or did you want more? I mean, I, I think I could always want more. It would have been great to see her in the final act, but then she might have, I mean, I, we didn't see much of Kirby in the final act, but like she could have, mm-hmm. having her and Kirby would have I'm, been a lot of I, I'm nostalgia. always sad boy when Gail's not in the final act. Mm-hmm. I was, that's why I was very happy that she wasn't fives. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think, you know, having a little bit less scale did give us more with other, other mm-hmm. characters, like I said before, we needed. Mm-hmm. And the finale for me is really about Sam and Tara. Right. And I would have taken away from that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, this is just a great, great choreography, mm-hmm. great fighting. You tell, I mean, Courtney even said like, this is like all her, I think. And geez, just all this fighting. It's just very intense. So now did you think she was going to die? Um, or she was, I was dead. spoiled on that. Oh, you got spoiled too. on that too. Oh yeah. my God. Look at what did you do? Well, did you just I like Google this? this I didn't Google Courtney this Cox was on a forum. Live. Oh, the forum. I'm one of the off, few forums. You got to get off 4chan. <laughs> well, be, right. So somebody, somebody said, okay, I was in the non spoiler. There was two sections. There's a uh, scream spoiler and a scream non. I was in the non, and somebody uh, wrote um, like something like, I hope they give Gail more to do in the next one somebody who had seen it so i'm like mm-hmm. you fucker like because that gave it away you know that they were she was still alive oh yeah so but i will say despite that they had me questioning it because they did it so well yeah like and um, i'm glad she survived 
but mm-hmm. had they killed her, it would have worked. Oh yeah, because it was so well done and so mm-hmm. emotional, right? It was. It would have been a great end to Gal Others if it did happen, right? But I'm glad it didn't. Do we want to talk about? We can. Well, for who? Talking about Gail, Gail surviving this and everybody. Sur- all everybody surviving. surviving. <laughs> because, okay. I get people's complaints that maybe they didn't have balls to kill anybody. Mm-hmm. But it did, watching some um, spoiler interviews with the directors, and they were like, we kind of wanted this to be a secret uh feel good movie you know that works like like we killed dewey in the last one and we realized it took a lot of emotion out of people like because it's hard like scream five is fun even at the end it's fun but like it's hard to leave that movie and be completely like ooh, zippity do that you know yeah um so i can kind of see them wanting to give us a break in this one Mm -hmm. and my thing is like yeah I mean, we kind of just have to accept in this universe people can take a lot of damage. Like, that's just... I mean, even with Dewey, it was like that, right? Stab. So, yeah. All, how many stabs did Dewey have? You know? Nine, floor? he yeah. says. Yeah. Yeah. So... So I could see the complaints, but it will be nice to see everybody in the next one. And it's going to be even more emotional now mm-hmm. when they do die, because I... Th- I don't think I think they know you can't do this again. Yeah, right? they're not gonna pull any punches next time. So yeah, you're gonna yeah. You know we there's a there's a what should have been a death later on that you, that yeah. you see. I'm <laughs> like okay, there's no way, but all right, they have the blanket, so they're gonna be fine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> ambulance blankets. Um, <laughs> Even Gal, you know, like I said, uh, Gal here. I thought she was gone. I I did not think she was coming back. And then you know the EMTs are right arrive and they at least they she's like pulse. close to us she's not running around like yeah mindy um, <laughs> yeah great banger of a scene and i love the scene after two where you know they're all you know either at the apartment or the hospital or whatever and you know mindy's like you know i don't want to get hurt again and then chad's like i don't want you to get hurt either and then they mm. all put their heads on each other just like oh uh, they care <laughs> core four core four <laughs> core four parkour now this kind of frustrated me the su- the subway scene just a little bit with how they they all just couldn't get on the same subway car like see I th- completely buy that happening in New York though but they're the New- amount of people but they're New Yorkers at this point like they should know how to like maneuver like this this can't be their first time on the subway doesn't Danny accidentally uh, I think they I think because one person complains Danny cute neighbor boy mm-hmm. that he like pulled her away on accident or something though so he, I think that was the reason he too. but he also what did he do? yes because he makes it on with everybody but Mindy and uh, flat boy Ethan twink Ethan twink Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> it's his official T-E. name now <laughs> T-E. T-E, uh, what does he do he like shoves her because so she doesn't get caught in the doors or something. So two or, or of does them something get like two of them get separated, separated. Yeah, you know. Um, but still, I think this is a scene of great suspense. The way they built up this almost has, has like even with the music, it's an mm. eerie, more eerie vibe because mm. the other set pieces were very, very bombastic mm-hmm. and like in your face. This is more mm-hmm. about the creepy sense of panic. You know, and I thought they did a great job. And everyone's dressed up for Halloween. You know, you see True, all these callbacks yeah. to Halloween. There's so scary many people. Us, 
the was in sh- there. I, I noticed the Shining Twins. Yup, Georgie's yeah. Balloon from It. There was Halloween or Michael Myers. Michael Myers. Did you hear Evil Dies tonight? I swear to God, I, I did. I swear to God, I, I heard that for it the second yeah. time. So that is a that brilliant was, call. That back. was awesome. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm. So, I wanted to uh, tell you when it was happening in the theaters. It's like, no, I don't want. Like, this is you know, this is probably gonna be a big scene. I don't want to spoil it too much. But yeah, when we when uh, Steve and I first watched it in theaters, I I I had thought I heard it, and then I go to him a little after. Like, Did you hear that? He's like, no, I'll, I'll I'll get I'll look out for it on the rewatch though. But I'm glad I'm glad you heard it. Do you like Scream Six better than Halloween Kills? Uh recency bias probably would say yes. I would think. Uh, that was a longer pause than I was expecting, but yeah. okay, you live your truth. <laughs> I I see I just I. But I you lo- like I, Halloween I lo- Kills more like than Halloween most. Kills. Did you like yeah. it more than Ends? Uh, wow. <laughs> it's just been so long since I've seen both of them. This is that, so that, much better. That's the thing. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. Like I love. I don't want to just say like yes to this movie all the time because I don't know. Like On your next a year watch, from now, you might hate it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like A year from now, like, oh, okay, this happens, this happens. Like, eh. I shouldn't say hate. I don't think you'll hate this no. movie, but it might end up lower in your yeah, ranking. Yeah, that's the thing. And I don't know. Well, he said back in episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing. But no, I, yeah, definitely. I, I like this uh, one right. than the Hollywood So movies. I might be completely off base people mm. might disagree with me but when i was watching this the second time i thought this might have been cooler though is that like you know we have this cutting back and forth between mindy and she sees like a ghost face and gets closer and closer mm-hmm. like that suspense what if when the lights come out come off and turn back on it is actually ethan stabbing her and have a reveal that's right now one that's one ghost face reveal there i feel like that was the most surprising reveal ethan's at the end that's the only thing. See it? Yeah, I just didn't care then either because I hate yeah. him. I thought <laughs> this would have been cooler to reveal one. And plus, I'm just like, I mean, maybe again, I'm wrong. But like if Ethan's on this car, this subway train already with her and he's mm-hmm. one of the killers, why does there have to be another killer killing? And why does he have to act like, oh, Mindy, are you OK? He's got to keep that low profile still. Right. No but he could have finished it. He could have finished her yeah. sort of thing. Like why, like ended her. Yeah. I don't like know why if the, the logic completely checks out. I just kind of think it would have been badass to be like, okay, boom, he's the killer. Yeah. He's there. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, why? St- I still love the scene. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was just something I was thinking or, about. Or why didn't Ghostface finish it off? <laughs> Plot armor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you're going for stabbing Ghostface for the Ghostface should know that if you... St- one stab's not going to do it. Unless you're Scream 3 where one stab in the back kills you. Um, <laughs> a nice, you know, a, a throat, something in the throat, the head, the face, something, you know. You keep stabbing you, in the torso. Did you think she was dead? Oh, I thought, yeah, she was. Well, I guess I thought Ethan was going to help her get to the hospital and she was either going to die no, in the he's hospital a or die somehow. <laughs> he can't even kill the person he's on the train with. He has to have his sister do it. Flop. Flop twing. <laughs> It is really fucked up to think, though, how this is all happening in public right when they thought they were that was like the safest spot for them to be in such a huge public setting. But you oh. have but it shows like one of the one of the people on the subway, she's asleep. And while this is all happening in front of her. Yeah. And I completely like I haven't actually been to New York, but mm-hmm. I completely buy this oh, happening. Yeah. And yeah, I think they. So did you think they did a good job with the new setting? Because I thought they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was. Definitely believable. And like doing stuff like this for public places mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of calling back to the opening of Scream 2 or, mm-hmm. you know, you're not safe anywhere. It's right. 
that sense of danger is like always there, always just one step behind them. I do kind of like too that Sam to cute neighbor boy is just like just no, like you're not part of this. Just go. <laughs> you're not <laughs> you a know? core four. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you at any point think Kirby? I know you knew about the killers. Do you think she was involved at all? No, no, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I thought I it was, could see if you weren't spoiled, maybe buying into it. I, I, I will say I did not buy into it. I was like, yeah, I don't think so. She would never. Yeah, not after going through it because we haven't had that really yet. But mm-hmm. I, yeah, I still didn't, still didn't buy it. What did you think about Billy coming back? I liked it. I liked it all. I, I mean, I'm always mm-hmm. here, like like a Billy appearance. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely not going to have the shock factor. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I mean, I remember telling you, I think, on our Scream 5 Scream episode, mm-hmm. our first episode, that, like, my jaw was on the floor. Like, mm-hmm. I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you can't get that back. And I do think his first scene, the writing could have been better. He was like, you know, slice some more motherfuckers. I'm like. Yeah. Billy, like, like his remember the scene in the car in five, yeah, was like so much better. But then you know his second scene where he's like, you know, when she picks up his knives, like good mm-hmm. choice, like that's cool. Yeah. And speaking of, I mean, I can't believe we haven't mentioned it yet, but you know, Melissa Barrera as Sam, to me, she's like the MVP of this movie, which mm-hmm. is again something I wouldn't have expected based on five not that i hated her five like some Mm -hmm. people she just had her weaker moments yeah but like when she gets down to the tank top and her body's banging like she's girls working out girl like i think her performance is so good in this movie certified fresh she's certified (laughs) fresh um and she to me is probably like one of the most uh, interesting final girls of all time. Like mm. she's not your cookie cutter girl next door. You know, she's got a darkness to her. Yeah. She's battling these inner demons, like with her past and her own issues. And it's just great to see not, like you said, not this, you know, perfect person. Right. And takes center she, stage. And if she's violent, like her mm. dad, does that make her a bad person mm-hmm. or, is she, you know, is she just, can she just use it for good? Maybe yeah. kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. She she's fantastic, but here we get we get some more cute stuff with uh, the new Dewey Gale. <laughs> the new Dewey. What Gale. what was it? What was the name? Uh, we got we got a Marpenter. Marpenter. <laughs> the Marpenters. <laughs> we have a cute moment before they're very rudely interrupted by Ghostface. Yeah, they have some class, dude. Yeah, Chad finally lands the kiss. Tara gets stabbed in the back, but it's fine. That's like nothing. Yes, yeah, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't affect her or her abilities at all. In She's the queen. Future scene. Yeah, <laughs> yes, queen. She's <laughs> that's nothing compared to what she endured in five. No, she, oh, yeah. She's like this one stab. She doesn't have in her inhaler though. She's she's cured. Oh, no, I forgot to mention it. She does use her inhaler a couple of times in this movie, oh. and I really appreciated that little touch because okay. that's something that you completely, they could have completely forgotten about. I forgot about it. You, her using the inhaler. It's, it's subtle, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on in this movie. <laughs> there I is. feel like. You'll have to let me know what you notice on your third and fourth rewatch. Like, there's, there's going to be more. <laughs> um, but we get, like, another, like, fun little chasing where Ghostface is chasing everybody, like mm-hmm. a little fight. I like the callback to, I think Ghostface like cuts off a mannequin's head and Chad's mm-hmm. like, see it beheading, like Mindy <laughs> said. Um, <laughs> and then we get, you know, Chad being the nice protector that he is. Chad being a Chad. Ch- <laughs> <laughs> Until 
ghost he face gets stabbed two. by another ghost face which this is sick have we this, ever seen this two ghost face fully clothed there's a first time for everything okay this is it. was this not fucking badass it was gruesome he's getting I tag teamed by two gays like i loved it and i hated it because it's chad chad was quote-unquote dying yes and okay can i say this i almost mm. came um <laughs> The, the double, double knife swipe. Yes. Amazing. That was sick. Like, part of me is like, <laughs> do they practice this at home? Probably. Yeah. Um, But it's so cool. And They're, that's like, again, these filmmakers just know what the screen yeah. fans want. And, you know, to finally see two working together in the outfits. Yes. Iconic. And, of course, at this point, they believe that Kirby is somehow involved. Yes, because uh, Bailey, right? Bailey. He's like, she was let go, right? Yeah, she's she, unstable. She was unstable. Yeah. And here comes Kirby, actually looking quite unstable. unstable. Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Kirby. Classic Kirby. <laughs> but we get like a little standoff moment. This reminded me a lot of Scream 3 with Sydney and Kincaid, mm-hmm. her future husband. But Kirby gets shot and by is- Bailey. Somewhat okay later. Matt was shocked. <laughs> the, the, the world stopped. No. But I do have to say I love the image of him surrounded by two ghost face. The fact mm-hmm. that we have three finally, which yes. long time coming. So to me, okay. So I have been seeing, like, for the most part, people are loving this movie, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are criticizing the reveal and the motive. Mm-hmm. So... I know you already said it was predictable, so the mm-hmm. points deducted there. Killers were kill, – two of the killers were tad predictable. Because uh, we have, we have um, Twink Boy, Ethan, is revealed, which mm. surprised you. Yes. We had Quinn, who didn't Should have been Day Ray Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> and Officer Bailey, which I, I got to be saying, it, I, I was shook when you had Officer Bailey, like, reveal himself as, like, one of the maybe ghost faces. Then you had the first ghost face come out. Like, oh, it's like, oh, it's him and Quinn. Then you had that third one roll up. I was like, fuck, who the hell is this? And then it was Twink Ethan. Uh, but and then he was, says, we didn't know he was his son also. Though, yeah. Too, right? Yeah. So that was kind of a shock. But it's just plain old revenge. It's it's like Scream 2. It, it's going back to Scream 2. And yeah. I mean, this movie seems like a big homage to Scream mm-hmm. 2. Um, I mean, because I do think we're supposed to think that it has something to do with, like, the Sam conspiracy, maybe, mm-hmm. right? And I like Bailey's just like, of course we know you didn't fucking do it. We don't care about that. This is just about revenge. Yeah. You killed, you killed my son, because, you know? Because Quinn is the one who said she started the rumor about Sam. Right. So we have a family. Working together. A ghost face. Did the motive surprise you? Because it was Richie, played by Jack Quaid, in mm-hmm. Scream 5. Uh, he was the son and brother of these people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I, am I blown away by this revelation? No. Um, is this Scream 6? And, like... <laughs> How many other motives are you going to have, like, really? I, I kind of like the simplicity. Yeah. Of, you know? I mean, Scream, Scream 1 was because he was upset at her mother, essentially. Right? Yeah, and I do want to say that, like... People never shit on Scream One's motive. Yeah, and I love it. Don't get me no, wrong. Yeah, it's no, no, no. Fu- it's but it's basic. Great. It's not it's like it's not, it's not like a huge elaborate like 
commentary on social media or like, anything. Nope. He, like he's just like, your there. mom slept with my dad and my mom left. Okay. Yeah. But I, did anybody die? Um, <laughs> <laughs> calm down, Billy. Yeah. So it, and then Stu doesn't even have a motive. Stu's just, you know, everybody's psycho. favorite Stu. Yeah. Um, we'll t- <laughs> get, talk more about that soon too. Um, <laughs> You know, I don't. I didn't mind it. I don't. I don't, I don't mind the motive of revenge. Not. You don't need every elaborate. You don't need a, an elaborate motive every time. Mm-hmm. And I do like um, the fact that it's a family versus family too. Mm-hmm. Like they say, family a lot in this movie. I kind of wanted a Fast and the Furious. That's, a, that's joke, what I was thinking. Yeah. You know, maybe in the next one. <laughs> and I do kind of like, you know, how much this movie's connected to five too, yeah. with Richie because if you because this you know that was radio silence this is radio silence mm-hmm. like this is their movies like the it's the same universe as the originals but you can watch five and six back to back and mm-hmm. make it even like cooler maybe yeah you know and I do like I don't know there's something about Sam and Tara two versus three and like they're surrounded by them while you know they give their elaborate monologue mm-hmm. as always um it's like you know animals and their prey almost and like mm-hmm. they're swiping at them like you know stabbing them as they're talking and i don't know i thought it was pretty good yeah was it the best no does it need to be the best no, like it, i i don't need a new motive do we need it super to cool be motive. like somebody else's long lost cousin brother cousin, wife husband know? child yeah but they're gonna have to come up with i think something more than revenge for the next one so I, i'm anxious i it could be Stu. <laughs> he finally got that TV off his head. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like Twink Ethan. I'm like. <laughs> so their whole plan now is to kind of have Sam put on her father's mask and frame her as a whole mastermind behind everything. Because this is why they were counting down the masks. Mm-hmm. Now, did you want her to put on the mask? Yes, but on her own terms, mm-hmm. which she does. She does. <laughs> and I also want to say, like, the people dogging this finale though like all right but aside from if you even thought the reveal on the motive is stupid or you know lackluster if mm-hmm. you will um i love all the like fighting mm-hmm. and all that i thought that was like really satisfying and how fucking badass these carpenter sisters are you know so i thought it was fun like it, I, that's why i always love the finales of a scream movie is like mm-hmm. the fighting and stuff like that i like too how the sisters Sam realizes she needs to maybe take a step back and let Tara yeah. do her own thing. You got to let me go, Sam. I love yeah. that callback. Yeah. Because Tara spots the knife on Sam. Mm-hmm. And I oh, I love that moment so much. Yeah. Because Ethan, twink Ethan, <laughs> is like is, is, is below her. And um, we get, I think, Clint is Up approaching Sam. Yep. And just the, the smile, like the, there's like the evil smile on mm-hmm. – uh, Tara's face, which everybody from the trailer was like, is she bad? Yeah. Uh, no, she's good. Um, <laughs> like, she jumps down, gets stabbed in the gut, but, you know, that's nothing. It's a flat, you know, it's a flesh wound. Yeah, she'll be fine. Um, and then stabs Ethan in the fucking mouth. Iconic. And tells him he's going to die a virgin. <laughs> which yes. was great. That's gory. And then twists the knife, too. She's got a little freak in her. Maybe she's the psycho. Plot twist in the next one. Um, <laughs> oh, call it here. And then, oh, I love, fucking love Sam in this movie. And then she says to Quinn, I guess you're down a brother. Shoots her in the head. <laughs> she don't give a fuck at this point. She's done with these people. 
Yeah. She plays like, I want to say unhinged, maybe slightly unhinged mm-hmm. so well. Yeah. And the the moment too, because um, now we have Bailey up there mm-hmm. and she's out of bullets. So mm-hmm. she throws the gun and just starts charging. I mean, this part was a little silly for me because Bailey also starts charging with his gun held out. Did he have, maybe he was out of bullets too. He could have been, but I think, they we, see shown him, I think we see him fire. That would have been cool though <laughs> if. They yeah, both then, go. Then they, he throws the gun too. Yeah, flat movie. That we could have wrote this movie better. Maybe in the in the re-edit. Maybe they'll do like a screen fan six, edit. Yeah, they, oh, they have to CGI him throwing out, throwing the uh, the gun down. You just see him she like could. he just runs at her with his hand extended, no gun. He's like, <laughs> like a punch. <laughs> but then Officer Bailey gets his ghost space call, and the, I love the turns this part. have tabled. They have. I'll be honest. This also gave me huge Rise of Skywalker vibes because there's a whole scene where I haven't seen it where do I have plans to no we'll watch it uh, before our next episode <laughs> there's a whole scene where Ray you know our good person throughout all these movies finds out she's actually the daughter of Palpatine who is like this the big evil guy and so she has this huge thing where is she going to be good is she going to be evil and she actually sees herself in like evil clothes mm-hmm. so it was really cool to see the main character in Scream now Put on her evil clothes and take on that role. Not not necessarily that she is evil, but she's, but she's, but she's just she's using it for good. Yeah, she right? takes on that. Oh, it was just <laughs> badass to see her in the clothes. I don't think she really had to because I think that's a little bit of her giving in to that side because you don't need the clothes to kill this guy. And even Tara gives her like a look like, what are you doing? Oh, no, I love this moment because I thought they were going to pussy out because she's she tells Bailey, like, I'm not like you. I'm not I'm not a killer. And then mm-hmm. Tara looks at her like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. And then Sam's like, OK, I, I can be me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and stabs him in the fucking eye. And she's like, well, you did like you did fuck with my family. Good callback to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just annihilates him. And it's just a great moment. Like, you know, I, I, I don't see this as her like necessarily being evil or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just her. You know, using the darkness for, like I said, good, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't think she needed her. She didn't need the <laughs> we, scream. We like, needed yeah. it. I, we needed it, but she, yeah, I don't but know. But it's like Sydney. Sydney wore the costume, too, in the end, one when she's in the closet. That's true. So She didn't really have any. She was just doing that for. That like, that was more um, unnecessary yeah. for me. <laughs> Still badass. Every part of, every last part of this movie. Except for, I guess... That's a good word for this movie is badass. That, really, though, from the beginning to the end, you're just left on this action-packed roller coaster. And then her, I love, you know, after she kills Bailey, they walk out. And, you know, and this whole time, um, I guess, Richie had fan films that he made, mm-hmm. too. And they, it was cool that they had actual footage of young Jack Quaid because mm-hmm. he gave him footage that he actually just had. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, like, written and directed by Richie Kirsch. I also noticed some people starting to walk out of the theater. I'm like, this isn't the fucking end credits, people. Like, oh, really? Yeah. I, when, when, I, when I went with you, yeah. I noticed some people walk oh. out. I'm like, this part of... Idiots. Uh, <laughs> you, you yell at them, you dumb fucks. <laughs> I honestly. What about the post-credit scene? <laughs> I thought that would have been a really cool way to end it, and so I was like, "Oh, okay." And I was just like sitting there, but then I obviously noticed that there was more to the film. Yeah, and also just I forgot to mention, there's like a hilarious moment where I think Kirby is stabbed, and then Sam goes and is like, "I'm sorry, I need this," and like pulls it out of her. <laughs> As everyone knows, you're supposed to leave if you get stabbed, you leave it in there. Then Kirby died, and it was <laughs> <laughs> just adding more deaths. 
We didn't get to one of the best kills. Twink Ethan. Twink Ethan getting a TV thrown <laughs> in his head. Crushed. So did you take this as commentary that having a TV on you would kill you? Oh, 1,000%. It okay. was, they're like confirming but it Do you here. think that they're playing both sides because they also have the line earlier with Mindy and Kirby mm-hmm. where I think, it's, I think Mindy's like, if you believe some people believe he's still alive yeah you think they're having their cake and eating it too i think that's just like them being shady yeah not necessarily yeah because i noticed in interviews too like they don't want to say but like i wouldn't want to piss off those people either yeah they can get intense sometimes Um, we don't have confirmation that he's dead i guess the post credit scene should have been Hmm. is mindy saying Stu's not coming back (laughs) and so if you did stay for the post credits, we're scene, not done yet though. We're no, we have blankets. We have ambulance blankets, and you know Tara starts crying because she thinks Chad's died, and then we get a call back to Scream Two. I think where somebody's like, "We got another one here. We got somebody alive," and Chad's, yeah, somehow alive after being just gutted, <laughs> stabbed like Would, ten times by two died. ghost face. Um. It'd be more believable if he did. I don't wish he did just because, you know, like you said, you, you grow to like the character a lot more in this film. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm glad he'll be back. But just realistically, yeah, he should be dead probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have, like, part of me did think for a second that um, the movie was going to end with mm-hmm. Sam because she has the mask still, her Billy's mask, mm-hmm. that she was going to walk off with it. It would be like a dark ending. Mm-hmm. But she throws it to the ground, which I guess to me is signifying that she's like done with that part of her. I don't know. I'd hope. <laughs> I I think we'll have to see. So we're gonna get flop Sam in the next one. Not badass <laughs> Sam. She's like, mm, I don't want to hurt people. She's gonna be like Luke Skywalker. She's gonna go away. She's gonna hide. Is that what he did? I don't know. Yeah, that's he. That, yeah. Oh wait, episode on the little island. Yeah. But then he throws the lightsaber, which yeah. made me laugh, and nobody else apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There we go. We figure, this is just Star Wars, but in the horror film. <laughs> Does Star Wars have plot armor? No, right? They killed everybody. They they eventually kill everyone, but they all come back as Force ghosts. So like, they, no one really dies. I was go gonna say to we force. need Force ghosts and Scream Seven, but we don't need Force ghosts because everybody lived. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Scream Seven. But yes, if you guys stayed for the post credits scene, it's cute. It's fun, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's worth it. You can find it on DVD. You yep, it's DVD. probably on YouTube. Yeah, or YouTube. It's just. I mean, I'm glad we stayed. Yeah. Do you want to spoil it for them, or we would want to make I think them we sit? We already did. Maybe we didn't. The post credit scene is Mindy just saying, "Not every movie needs a post credit <laughs> scene." I mean, it's perfect though. It's, it's very screen. I'm point meta. for Mindy too. Very <laughs> Mindy. Um, but yeah, that is screams. See, <laughs> Fuck off, man! You made me hate the title "Screams." I love "Screams." The it's next so one, good. the next one can't be "Screams." <laughs> "Scream" six sequel, two S's. "Screams." It could work. It could sure. work. Working sure. title. But yeah, overall, I was very happy. Yeah. Obviously, right now in my ranking, yeah. it's third. See, um, I'm just pretty solid. I'm just bummed it's over. You know, but. It, it was great. It's great. But if it's I love true it. that they want to start shooting Scream 7 by the end of the year, mm-hmm. you shouldn't have to be waiting very long. It's so true. That helps. Maybe another 50 episodes we'll be doing uh, Scream 7. 
I'm here for it. Let's go. <laughs> screams. <laughs> screams, but with Z's at the end. Ooh, there we go. The kids love it. It's very hip. Modern. <laughs> the TikTokers will love it. Oh, and that's what they went off on, too, I think, in this movie. Uh, Samara Weaving, in the beginning, was that like how every movie is like a commentary on the times? Yeah, essentially, yes. which was so great and it's so Perfect. true. How she goes into—I I can't remember everything she says word for word—but it was a great introduction to Scream Six, and it's just a great way to talk about you know previous films as well. Can we have Samara come back as Laura Crane's twin sister? <laughs> Maybe that could be the reveal in Scream Seven. I need more Samara. Who do you think they would get as their big actress for Scream 7 opening? Or actor. I don't want to hate. Me? Oh, I hate to Brendan put... Fraser. <laughs> Icon. I hate to put this in the universe, but what if Jenna's so booked that they put her as the opening? Oh. Kill? It would be shocking, and this would tie into having Tara in every single opening so far of the new ones. The theme. That would be, that would be brutal if they did that. I hope they have her locked in, the, in her contract. Yeah. They they do have to do something shocking in the next one because everyone pretty much lived in this one. So yeah, what if I think maybe like when I thought they were gonna do this one, like maybe it could open with all the survivors mm-hmm. and they're all getting attacked by different ghost face and you don't know who's gonna die, something like that. Oh. Where there's multiple locations mm-hmm. and multiple ghost face. I like and it's that. like flop. I like I like that, but I don't know if the four core the core four would split up. No, I'm not saying they would split up through the whole movie. They could be in the same town or whatever. Still, just oh, just gonna be like, oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, okay. I like think when you said different places for some reason. Right I after needed... the opening credits, core three. It's core three now. <laughs> We're the core three. <laughs> We're the core two. <laughs> they keep dwindling. Shit, there's only one left. I'm, I'm just the core. I'm just, I'm the, I'm the motherfucking core. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very satisfied. I know a lot of people are, you know. Little nitpicks here and there, but no movie's perfect. It's great to see it doing so well, you know. At yeah, it's just it's just the excitement. I feel like it's like the old times when like the first three came out, mm-hmm. you know, because four underperformed. So to be back on the screen mm-hmm. train. Now I feel like our theater was pretty packed when we went. How was it on your rewatch? It was like four other people, but it was, you and four other people. Yeah, and okay. Oh, wow. So I went to the bathroom mid movie yeah and i had a little scream two moment i'm like oh shit you know thinking about yeah <laughs> because I, and I use the stall too always just it's my thing oh yeah um <laughs> i was like am i gonna end up like phil <laughs> oh i i got nervous because see i don't i just use the urinal but the stall was right now i was at the the urinal next to the stall if you start hearing whispering so yeah I was, i'm just gonna lean over more <laughs> the other way but yeah it's making it's it's doing very very well Mm -hmm. we love to see it we're gonna get more so you know this isn't over it's a franchise now (laughs) that's right many more to come scream x scream in space coming maybe a few years maybe maybe. we'll take another shot at the uh tv series fuck off well they could do it i guess the mask is in this movie i think it's in i don't think it's in the subway i think they said it's in the party scene Oh really? Yeah, well, that's funny. The flop ass mask. <laughs> it's horrible. So you you haven't seen it yet? On, on I didn't watch. I didn't notice it yet. Oh no, okay. But the the director said it's in there. Oh what, what? So that's cute for. I know some people do love the show. Yeah. Some some people even that was their introduction yeah. to the series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 
there's that. Uh, <laughs> there was a couple good characters in that. I'll say that. Well, I'll have to be on the lookout for the mask. And that'll be on our next rewatch. <laughs> Scream but, 6 revisited. <laughs> but that yeah. was Scream 6. 50. Episode 50. Episode 50. Yes. And if you have uh, stuck with us since the beginning, thank you. Yeah, this started with Scream. Our 50th episode is like it's 50, it's like a pretty 50. big 50th feels like a pretty big number. Not quite a year yet. We're almost at our, a year for our podcast, which is Next awesome. Month, yeah, which is also pretty exciting. That'd be yes. another big up. We'll have to think of something big for that. Oh, boy. No, no pressure. No pressure. Yeah. We, scream seven. <laughs> scream seven. We got an early leak of the script. We're going <laughs> to read it. I'm going to be Sam. Steve's going to be Tara. <laughs> Get ready for it. No, instead for you guys, for episode 51, we're going to cover April Fool's Day. It'll be very timely. But not the remake. Not the remake, which I hear is trash. The I, 1986 OG. Yes. April we'll Fool's be Day. covering that movie. And, you know, follow us on social media, please, at Horror Stands. Um, if you could take just a few seconds to either give us a review or five stars, we would appreciate it. It really helps us out. Yes, every listen, every follow, every little thing matters to us. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much to all of you, and we'll see you for the next one. Mm